What's up everyone? Welcome or welcome back to my YouTube channel slash my podcast. I am the Marketing Nomad. My name is Prithvi Madhukar. I am the author of Zero to Four Figures and Self Loved. I'm also a digital entrepreneur and a business owner. A few of the roles that I do take on, I'm a YouTuber, podcaster, Etsy shop owner, and Skillshare teacher as well. All of the links are in the description box below if you'd like to check it out. Welcome to episode 185 of the Ask TMN series, where we are going to be getting into how to plan an entire year's worth of content. Now, if you're new here and you're wondering, well, what's this Ask TMN thing that you just spoke about? <laughs> so Ask TMN is a series that I created where I answer some of the most commonly asked questions that solopreneurs may have about marketing, business, as well as a mindset. Now, if those topics interest you, definitely do hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell, because that tells you every single time I do upload these patios and I do upload a couple of these every single week. Other than that, if you're done watching this video and it helped you in some way, please don't forget to give me a thumbs up. That really helps me. It helps my channel. It helps me help other solopreneurs with their marketing business mindset and just basically grow the business that they love. Alrighty guys, without further ado, let's get into how to plan an entire year's worth of content. Now before we get into the five very simple steps that I do have for you, I gotta say, for me in particular, I absolutely love this method. This is a method that I have honed over my years of planning content for my business. And this is a method that I feel super, super confident and comfortable in. It really helps me keep organized. And frankly, for me to create, like to kind of plan out an entire year's worth of content, it just takes me a Friday, Saturday, and Sunday of focused effort. And that's pretty much it. And that's why I love it so much. And so usually at the end of every year, during the last two weeks of December, I kind of take out a weekend just to figure out my content for the next year, just to plan it out. And so far, I've been doing this for four years now, and it has worked really, really well for me in terms of showing up consistently on the platforms that I'm on. So I'm so excited to share this method with you. It's five very, very simple steps, and it's gonna help you plan out an entire years of content. Now, if one year is too long for you and you want to do for maybe six or eight or nine months, that's absolutely okay. You can use the same framework as well, all right? Let's get into step number one that I do have for you. So step number one is to figure out the goals of the content that you are putting up, all right? and. To figure out the content goal, you've got to understand that every single platform that you are on needs to have one specific goal per that platform. So for example, you're on Instagram and LinkedIn, you need to have one goal for your LinkedIn, you need to have one goal for your Instagram page as well, all right? And all of the content that you're putting on LinkedIn needs to adhere to that goal and all of the content that you are putting on Instagram needs to adhere to that goal as well, all right? And your goal can be absolutely varied. It can be lead generation, it can be brand awareness, maybe you want to upsell or you want to cross sell, maybe you want to keep your goal as just plain old simple sales. <laughs> you want to make it engagement, you want to build customer loyalty, you want to retain your customers, uh, you want to nurture your customers, whatever your goal may be, there needs to be one goal, one unique goal per platform that you're on. So for Instagram, you're gonna have maybe lead gen and maybe LinkedIn, you're gonna have brand awareness or it could even be sales. Whatever it is, it needs to be unique to that particular platform. 
And I guess that also will answer the question, well, can I put the same content on the different platforms I'm on? And here's my answer to that. If it, the content that you have, adheres to the goal that you have for that particular platform, you are absolutely free to share it on the other platforms or repurpose it on the other platforms. Now, if it does not align to the goal, then I would say that that content is not a good fit for you to repurpose, all right? So that's something that you got to keep in mind. And I want to make sure that I'm very, very clear that uh, the goal that you have for one platform should not be the goal for another platform. And the reason for that is you're on two different platforms. That's two different kinds of target audience that you are tapping into. The mindset on each of these platforms of your target audience is going to be very different as well. And so you've got to have goals specific to that particular platform, that particular mindset of your audience on that particular platform. All right, so I just want to put that clear. So figuring out the goal of the platform that you are on or the platforms that you are on is going to be your first step, all right? So take a piece of paper, write down the social media platforms that you are on. It could be one, it could be two. I wouldn't recommend more than three, just given that you are a solopreneur and more platforms doesn't necessarily mean you are tapping into a wider audience. It actually really boils down to the quality of content and how much of quality content can you deliver on the number of platforms that you are on, okay? So just keep that in mind when you are deciding this. So figure out the goal that you have for the platforms that you are on. Number two is your content specification. So now that we've figured out the goal for each of the platforms you're on, let's say, for example, you're, you are on YouTube as well as Instagram, all right? Now, for Instagram, maybe your objective or your goal is to figure out, uh, you know, to nurture the people who are already aware of your brand. So you kind of want to give them a little bit of understanding of your business, who you are, what you do, what your products are about, and maybe your YouTube channel is just plain old simple brand awareness. You want to get more eyes on your page. So now that you have different goals for each of these platforms, your content has to adhere to each of those goals, all right? So figuring out what types of content you are going to put in that particular platform and it can be anything. It can be like uh, a set of how-to tutorials or reviews, product demo, fun reels, whatever it may be. Identify the types of content that you are going to have for that particular platform. All right. And while you're doing this, most likely you're going to be you're going to have to do uh, content research. You can look on other social media platforms. You can take a look on the online magazines as well, the blogs that are available in your industry, and try to see different types of content that people are putting out, and more importantly, which one of those content pieces are actually resonating with your target audience. So the minute you understand this and you do a little bit of research, you're gonna get a list of content types that you can implement for the goal that you have for that particular platform, all right? So that would be number two for you. And it's very, very important at this point to figure out what content types for that particular goal is going to resonate with your audience.
okay? So that is number two. Then we come to number three, which is time allocation. So now that you've figured out your different content types for that particular platform, and just for simplicity and uh, least complexity, I'm just gonna keep one platform at this point. So for example, you have Instagram and maybe you want to have a lead gen for Instagram, all right? So you want to maybe get more leads, you want to build your email list, that could also be another goal that you have for Instagram. So at this point, you've got maybe three or four content types that you've already laid out in step number two. Now you are going to allocate the time it is going to take for each of those content types. Not just that, based on your time allocation. And your time allocation is not just gonna be, all right, I'm gonna create this and post it. No, it's like the scripting part of it, if necessary, the designing part of it, the process of writing your captions, every single thing, like write out the task list for that particular type of content. Maybe you also need time to do research. So just make a small list of all the tasks that go with that content type and roughly jot down how much time it's going to take you to complete each of those mini task lists for that particular content type. And once you do that, you're gonna get the overall time that you need to create as well as post that particular content type for the platform that you've chosen. Now, once you figure out the time that it is going to take for you to create that particular content, determine how much of time you have on your end to create that, and that itself will determine how many times you're gonna post that content in a given time period. So basically, uh, you're gonna figure out the frequency. All right, so if for example, I have maybe one hour every single week, it's just for creating content, and it takes me 30 minutes to create one particular type of content. So if I have one hour free and it takes me 30 minutes to create that particular type of content, it means that I can, to the maximum, do two a week for that particular type of content. And that would be the optimal frequency. So you can choose between one and two. And the same goes for, for example, you have two hours and maybe it takes you 30 minutes. So the maximum frequency that you can achieve for that week would be four, but it is up to you to take that judgment call whether you wanna do four of that, or you wanna do two of it, or you wanna do three, or you wanna do one, all right? But the frequency, the bottom line that I wish to take like to drive home is the frequency has to be determined based on the free time that you do have or the time that you've allocated for content creation. It shouldn't be the other way around. You shouldn't determine the frequency and then decide how much time you can stuff in because like I've always talked about in another video as well is when you do that, when you go the opposite direction, you're like, oh, I need to do four of these every week, but you realize that you're stuffing it into your content creation time or you don't have that much time, yeah, you're not gonna be consistent, right? Because you are not adjusting the frequency to the time that you have on hand. You're trying to make time, which oftentimes is a recipe for disaster in my professional opinion and in also my very extensive experience in creating content as well. So figure out the time that you want to allocate for content creation and how you would do that. You'd figure out the time that you need for other business activities and how much time you have left over for content creation because 
you've got to remember that if you are a solopreneur, you've got a business to run. Content creation is just one part of your business and you can't, it can't be the thing that takes up most of your time, right? So as, unless, of course, you want to be a content creator, that's a whole different spectrum. We're not going to get into that. But if you are a solopreneur with a, with a business to run, then content creation needs to take up only one part of your time. So figure out what that one part is and determine the frequency of your content based on how much time you have allocated to content creation. All right. So that is number three for you. Number four would be templates. I absolutely love this point and it has helped me so much. It has helped me save time to an incredible amount. So when you are doing your content types, the simplest way to batch your content is to create templates for yourself. And uh, I'll give you an example. I've actually done so many of these. So for my thumbnails, for YouTube, I actually have a template that I follow. Uh, maybe the pattern changes, the color changes, or maybe the picture of me changes, but my word font, my the ASTMN uh, episode number on top, everything stays the same. So those are templates that I've created for my thumbnails so that I don't have to think of something new every single time. I know I've gotta change the color, I've gotta change my picture, and I've gotta change the, maybe the pattern at the back, but that's it, everything else remains the same. All right, so having a template for my YouTube thumbnails has saved me so much of honestly mental load and just time as well. And I'll give you another example. So for my reels on Instagram, what I do is I actually take small clips from my YouTube videos and I post it on my Instagram page. Now, every single reel has a particular format that I follow. I am not overthinking it. I know which font I want my main title to be. I want, I know what, uh, like how I want my captions to look. I know exactly how I want it to look. There's a particular template that I've already created for myself. So all I have to do is grab the clip, all right, and just post it on Instagram. And I, and I have those details already lined up for me. I don't have to think too much about what font do I want to use for this particular reel or how do I want to make it different? No, all of them are the same except the content might be different because there's a template that I'm following. Not just that, I also have a template on Canva that I have at the end of every single reel of mine. If you go on Instagram and check, you'll see that I have something that says watch full video now and then there's the thumbnail of that particular video that the reel corresponds to and then the YouTube channel name and then my podcast name and then my company logo as well. And so all I have to do for every single video is that's a template and I just switch over the uh, thumbnail. So that also has helped me save so much time because all of these are things that maybe I would have, uh, you know, spent time trying to recreate from scratch or do something different, but I'm cutting down on time uh, that I would have spent creating those things. Instead, I'm focusing on getting my content out. I'm getting quality content out. So having templates is going to take a load off your uh your time as well as you know your the mental space of thinking what to do and how to be more creative focus your creative creativity on getting your quality content out and keep templates uh, for that so with every content type that you've listed try to think how can i create a template for this so that it just makes it easier for me to batch it all out or even if i'm not batching it and i am working on it maybe every other week make the process simpler for you all right that's what i want to say so the way that i see it is 
how I thought of it uh, when it came to templates was I asked myself, all right, what's the pattern that I want to create with this content? What is one thing that I want people to see my reels, even though the content might be different, they can recognize the content is from me, the marketing nomad. And so like, for example, in this YouTube video, even this, for example, is a template. You know, I have my, um, <laughs> my microphone over here, I'm over here, and then, uh, you know, the beginning, the starting, the introduction that I have, all of those are templates. So as much as possible, try to fit templates into your content that you are creating. So ask yourself, what is the pattern that I can create with this content? so that it makes that much of my process a lot more simpler, all right? So that is number four for you, templates. Create templates, figure out how to create a pattern with the content that you're putting up. Even though your content type uh, may be different or the content in the content type might be unique, but still make sure that there is uniformity or some sort of pattern between the content that you're posting just so that it makes it simpler on your end. All right, so that is number four for you. Number five is to schedule it out. And for me in particular, okay, this goes a little bit to my personality. I am someone who tends to freak out a little bit that I'm going to uh, not have any content ideas. I don't know why, maybe it's an irrational fear. I don't know, but I do have it. And um, it's, it's kind of funny, it makes me laugh. It's not very serious, but it is a legit fear that I have that I'm gonna run out of content ideas. And so the way that I work around this is to make myself feel secure and schedule out what type of content I want to be putting when. And so if you look at my content calendar, I know exactly what piece of content I am going to be posting when at least for the next two or three months in advance. And you can do that for the entire year. I personally do it for two or three months, but I have to tell you, I've got a running Google Doc on my laptop, which has over, I'm not even kidding, it has over 500 ideas. So I know for sure, and I just sat on it for like one weekend and I just sat down, brainstormed, did content research and put it out. It's even labeled into different uh, areas that I talk about like marketing, business and mindset. And even in marketing, it's like, okay, YouTube, th these are the content ideas, um, like YouTube videos on YouTube or videos on Instagram tips. These are the content ideas. I've got it that detailed and I'm pretty sure there's more than 500. I haven't counted because they're divided into like little sections. I know how many are there in each section, but I don't know the overall. I have to do that counting someday. But I'm very sure that 500 content pieces, even if I, uh, you know, do maybe three or four videos a week, I've got enough content for the entire year. It might not be scheduled out to individual dates, but it's still there as a running Google Doc. And every time I have an inspiration, I have an idea, I run to the Google Doc and then I just put it in into whichever uh, area it slots up. And that has really, really helped me with consistency. It's also helped me feel very secure about my plan as well. So you can do it in these two ways. For me, I have one running doc which got which has enough ideas at least for the next one and a half years, and that's a running list for me. And every time I finish one content from that, I just strike it out or I mark it in yellow. I mostly mark it in yellow in case I wanna do like another version of it or an improved version of it. So I don't really scratch it out. I just mark it in yellow highlighter. And then on the other hand as well, I have got like a monthly calendar 
me show, see if I can show it to you. It's actually in this book that I write my uh, scripts on as well. And I have the same thing on Google Calendar. And so uh, this one was November 2023. I don't know if you can see it. And those of you on the podcast, I'm just showing uh, what my uh, calendar looks like. So everything was already determined beforehand, you know, and... Uh, yeah, that's it. It's just about following through on it. And if it's on your calendar, most likely you are going to do it. And at least that that has helped me as well. And for me, what has helped me most is the the detailing, you know, like knowing our right on the 29th of January, I am going to be creating a video on uh, how to plan one year's worth of content and just having those little details having the date set for that particular video idea at least for the next two or three months has helped me immensely to stay consistent so if that's something that aligns with your personality and the way that you work i would highly recommend doing it give your content a date when it has to get get out give it a deliverable date give it a date when you are going to create it. Do those little, little bits. The more specific you get into your planning process, trust me, the more you, I guess it comes a little bit to visualization because you're, you're very well aware that this is a particular deliverable that you have for this particular date and you'll, your mind is going to work backwards and you're slowly going to figure it out. It becomes that much more easier for you to work on the plan because now you've got a tangible date that you are working towards. So I highly recommend it. I really highly recommend uh, scheduling out. I wouldn't say scheduling out the content because that means that you would have already created the content. What I would say is put your content in a schedule like a monthly calendar or uh, some sort of tracking, maybe an Excel sheet or something like that where you've got the deliverable date or the date that the content is going to go out written over there and if you have space you can also put space for uh, when you wish to create that content so on and so forth the more detailed you can get in your planning the more likely you are going to follow through with it because now it's not just a vague three youtube videos that you have to create for the entire week or five reels that you have to create for the month no it's 23rd of this month 29th of that month so on and so forth, I've got to create these particular types of content. It just helps you stay a little bit more consistent, all right? And uh, yeah, one thing that I've written over here is, uh, for me personally, it makes me feel a lot secure that uh, my plan is not up in the air and it's actually something solid that I'm working towards. And uh, that also brings me a lot of peace, okay? So these are the five steps that I do have for you. An additional tip, I would say just as a pro tip, is keep uh, reflecting on your plan from time to time. Even though you've planned out for an entire year's worth of content, understand that social media, sometimes things are going to change. Sometimes there's going to be a seasonal content that you can put up or maybe there's something happening in your industry right at that moment and you want to put up content about it. So those would be more of impromptu content types. So keep reviewing your plan every now and then. Pivot if you have to and uh, just keep analyzing it from time to time. Don't just create the plan and then just let it go and blindly follow it. No, there needs to be some sort of consistent analysis that goes on and uh, a little bit of pivoting just to see, check your analytics, check 
what exactly is resonating with your audience, what isn't, because when you planned, you thought it might, but maybe in reality it wasn't. So maybe you might have to change those little bit, little things around. But overall, what I do want to say is the more specific you can get with your planning of your content, the more likely you are going to show up. And I know that consistency is a big, big thing, especially for social media platforms. And it's also something that a lot of us, me included, uh, struggle with as well. And the way that I've seen to work around that uh, with the struggle of being consistent is to be as specific as possible. And I think I've managed to do a good job of it, you know, at least in the past two years. Uh, I've been fairly consistent with my content and I have to credit this system for that. Alrighty, guys, uh, that's basically me ending this entire uh, podio. If you did like it, please do give me a thumbs up, hit that subscription uh, notification, hit that notification bell as well, because that tells you every single time I do upload a podio. Other than that, um, you know, if you want to check out my books, I have two books on Amazon. My first one is Zero to Four Figures, Lessons Learned by a Broke CEO. That's a book on digital entrepreneurship. So if you are getting into digital entrepreneurship or you're looking for marketing strategy, business strategy, growth mindset, positive mindset, success mindset regarding digital entrepreneurship, yeah, highly recommend that book. Other than that, I have my second book, which is Self-Loved. It is a compilation of 1,000 journal prompts aimed towards healing, growth, and self-discovery and covers topics like gratitude, manifestation, inner child healing, uh, trauma healing, shadow work, so on and so forth. Other than that, I also have a series of productivity planners, journals, and trackers. It's called The Simple Series by Demarketing Nomad. At the moment of publishing this patio, there are 18 of them available on Amazon. Now, the simplest way to find all of my stuff on Amazon is to search my full name. It's Prithvi Madhukar, P-R-I-T-H-V-I space M-A-D-H-U-K-A-R. The minute you search that, you're going to get an author page for me and all of my stuff, whether it's my books, journals, planners, trackers, all of that will just show up. <laughs> and that's the simplest way to find all of my stuff. Other than that, if you want to catch me on Instagram, I'm there at The Marketing Nomad. And if you have any thoughts about this patio or you have questions that you'd like me to answer in another video, definitely do put those in the comment section below as well. Thank you guys so much for listening all the way up until here. I'll catch you in my next patio. <laughs> Bye-bye.